Hey girls, gays, and nays. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez, and today we have a very, very special episode. Um, so not only do I have one guest, but two guests today. You guys know and love the first guest. We have obviously... You know it's your girl. It's Diani, <laughs> of course. Punk. Literally, fan favorite, <laughs> thought favorite. And then we are joined by um, uh, someone who is very special to Diani and I. Um, we have mentioned her on the podcast before. I've actually had a lot of DMs from some of the listeners about this person that we're so excited to interview today. So with us today, we have Miss Annie. Hi, guys. Hello, girls. Hot girls. <laughs> yeah. So Annie, um, I guess we'll just like go ahead and say it, but Annie is a psychic medium. Yes, that's the official title you go by. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we met Annie. Obviously, we've talked about our stories with you before on our show. Like, Diani was the first I'm one. I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. I just want, I'm like your biggest fan. No, we literally talk about yeah. you a lot. It's a personality trait for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've made friends over, like, bonding about, like, talking about psychics. Mm -hmm. um, one of So we met this girl named Annabelle when we used to work together at the rooftop. And, like... Our first interaction with her, we started talking about psychics, and then I told her about you, and now she goes to you all the time. Yeah. And then, since then, so we will meet up and like we'll both get readings. We'll meet up and then like talk about our readings and go to dinner and lunch Aww. and stuff. So, mm -hmm. big fan. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and honestly, like Diani and I are very interested in spiritual types of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of our listeners are. And so I put out a poll and like some like Instagram DMs came in asking like, oh, like what's your psychic's name? Like people literally ask about you all the time because, mm -hmm. you know, we we really gas you up. So <laughs> we thought it would be amazing for you to be on the show today. So that's what today's episode is all about. We're talking about spirituality. We're talk we're gonna interview Annie about her life mm -hmm. and being a medium and um get into a little woo-woo stuff. Okay. So that's what I call we'll it. We'll still like, talk about sex a little Duh. bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they like to hear. They like to hear the Okay. The so do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, tell yeah. us um a little bit about you, your name, where you're from, all the above. Yeah, so as you know, I'm Annie. <laughs> um, I relocated from England last year in June. Uh, my father transitioned over and two weeks after I was here on a plane to New York. So I first came to New York in 2017. And um, I was going through what you call Saturnus um, retrograde. You know, you, 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 it's like a rebirth. It's like a reset that happens when you hit 28 so for me, that happened when I was in New York as well. So there was a shift of my energy. And that's when I actually came into my gifts as well. So it happens with everyone. When you hit that age at 28, that's like a, a reset, a rebirth, you know, for your, all your healing. And you go into, you know, your actual soul agenda. So you work towards awakening. So that was me, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have something to look forward to. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> wait, I'm going to get better than this. That's so good to know. <laughs> so um, you said you like just came into your abilities around 28? It, that's when it fully kicked in. So I'm, I'm born with the abilities, but it's only when you go through certain life lessons. You, you know, they say the spiritualist, spiritual people go through the toughest lessons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you have to go through those lessons to evolve. So then you'll be able to help people. So mediums, essentially, we are advanced souls. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never an easy journey for a medium or someone that's very sensitive to spirit. Yeah. So it's only when the universe feels like you're absolutely ready and you go through a series of tests and you pass those universal tests that you So correct me if I'm wrong, but is it like um you go through the lessons and you like reach a higher self or Yeah, you okay. evolve. You go into a higher state of vibrational being. Okay, I feel I like I re- yeah, I feel like I relate to that in a sense because I feel like when I have my I guess shit together and I'm like doing healthy things and I I feel like I'm not more drinking. Touch- yeah, not <laughs> drinking, not like indulging in like I don't know, senseless things. I feel like I'm more connected to like my own intuition and like sense of self. Right. Um Oh well, yeah, I went through normal stuff, you know. I went to university, I yeah. partied. You know, I used to have that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Dress up, go out with the girls. The hot girl life. Yeah. <laughs> but then slowly, as you evolve spiritually, you'll start to find that certain things that you, you, you're not going to compromise your spirituality. Yeah. They don't serve you things. anymore. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of going through that phase now where like, I like, last year we always joke we spiraled. We go out all the time. A hundred percent. And now we're like complete opposite. Right. We're, we're like, we go to bed down. at like 10, like 10 PM, which is yeah. early for us. So. Well, we're, we're not working. <laughs> we're not working. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Annie, what's your sign? We talk about astrology a lot on thought topics. So we're or just what's curious. your chart? Yeah. You know, when you just said that, I just got Cray David. What's your flavor? Tell me what's <laughs> your flavor. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Capricorn. Yeah. yeah. But I think like an Aquarius. My sister oh, really? said that she thought you were an Aquarius. Yeah. I think like an Aquarius. I'm on the, I'm on the cusp. So what's uh, your moon and rising? Oh God, my rising Scorpio. I'm a moon okay. in Gemini. Yeah, I was ah. I was gonna say you have water in your chart probably. Yeah, you're that's very intuitive. I you thought you were intuitive. a water sign. Yeah. Ooh. So um, it's funny because the first time I had a reading with you, I remember mm-hmm. you typically start your readings by asking people their sign. So I was just curious, like, do you think that relates a lot? I guess, like, do you put a lot of merit into astrology or people's zodiacs? Uh, if it channels through, okay. If it comes through, if I if spirit channels through where you're meant to be or a certain zodiac, then then they'll give it to me. But I remember with you, you walked in and you were a bit, you were a bit like, <gasps> yeah, I was really nervous to be honest. And I was like, I think I said a name to you, and your eyes just mm-hmm. popped out. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, not me laughing like a hyena, <laughs> but yes, that that did happen. Um, for context, the first time I had a reading with Annie, it was just like randomly. I don't know, in the middle of the week, Diani and I were just on a little hot girl walk. And she was like, oh, let's go get a reading from Annie. And I was like, okay, sure. I'd like just gotten back from shooting a movie. So it was like my first couple days back in the city. And um, we just like randomly walked in, sat down. Annie was like, what's your name? You asked me my sign. And then you wrote down my ex-boyfriend's name. And I was like, what the fuck? And like, you guessed his hair color. Yeah. He had just changed his hair color. Yeah, like right after we broke up. It looked so horrible, it was... but. <laughs> Side note, but yeah. So I I don't know. I just like, I, I believe in astrology kind of like in a fun sense, like um, having an acting background. I always like to psychoanalyze people and try to understand different personalities, mm-hmm. the different communication styles people have. So that's like. I don't know why I always ask people their signs. Yeah. And like, I was just curious if you. Astrology is one part of it. Yeah. But also as you evolve, you'll pick up energy, mm. people's energy. Okay. Yeah. Particularly if you're an empath uh, and you're sensitive to spirit. 
Yeah. Ah. We're letting the people know. (laughs) I haven't told anyone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, Diani has mentioned that you... Well, I haven't reached the highest, um, my highest self because I'm not 28 yet. True. So hit me up in two years. I'll probably read you. (laughs) To Phil. To Phil. I can imagine if you were like giving people readings, you would be like, you need to get your shit together. (laughs) Guide says you need to do this. Um, do we, so do you want to tell us or mm -hmm. the listeners as well, like what a psychic medium is before we get into like how we met you? Okay. So all mediums are psychics, Mm -hmm. but not all psychics are mediums. Okay. So what that means, it's it's where you get your information. So if you go to a psychic that is not a medium, Mm -hmm. most likely they're getting the information from your aura or they're using the specific tools like tarot or oracle cards. Yeah. So a medium is able to channel specific information from spirit in many different ways. So mediumship, this is the common kind of um, question is, can you connect to so-and-so? Can they come through? Sometimes they don't even want to come through, mm-hmm. you know? Sometimes it's about what, what your guides or what my guides are communicating about and what you need to know in that moment in time in a session. So mediumship, yes, the common thread is connecting to our loved ones. Occasionally, they'll come through and give us a loving message. But it's about evolving you guys from a, you know, three-dimensional to a five-dimensional level. Mm. You know, helping you become a bit more aware. So me giving, for example, your ex's name, you know, spirit obviously wants me to address it. Mm -hmm. Because perhaps there's a bit of healing there that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, particularly if you've had like sexual uh, energy exchange as Mm. well. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're going to get into that. (laughs) But yeah, that makes sense. So mediumship, everyone's got different levels within mediumship. So the most rarest form is your physical and emotional. Yeah, so I'm a physical medium. So what that means is I can use all my senses um, and, you know, it can go quite deep. It's more of like, I want to read your soul. Right. So Mm. like you can see images, you can hear things, and you can also like feel. Smell, taste. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I I wanted to piggyback off of what you said about um, everything like happening for a reason or receiving a message when you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Because I have a funny story. I don't think I ever told you, but... As I'm obsessed with Annie, as we know, and I've gotten many readings from Annie. Um, this one particular time I had just gotten a reading from you and I was on the phone with my sister because me and my sister talk every day and I'll just like go for a walk, get a coffee and we, we'd speak on the phone for like an hour. So this day we were on the phone and I was going to the pharmacy to pick up a few things. But I decided to actually, instead of going to the one nearest to my home, mm-hmm. I went a little bit further because I wanted to take the walk. So I'm on the phone with my sister. I'm at the checkout and we're speaking about you and we're like laughing about something you said about my cousin who transitioned um, in 2020 and I'm walking out of CVS. I already checked out and this woman stops me. And at first I got like stunned because I thought I was, I looked at the receipt. I was like, did I pay for everything? (laughs) Um, But it was actually another customer at um, the CVS. And she was like, I'm so sorry to interrupt you but I was listening to your conversation Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that you went to see a a psychic. Can I get her information? Cause my brother just passed away. Um, So I gave her the information, but then after that, I felt like I was supposed to be there in that moment at that CVS on that phone call with my sister so that she could receive the message from her brother eventually when she got the reading from you. And I'm pretty sure she got it because she wouldn't, 
like stop a total stranger. Yeah. She, unless she like really like wanted the really reading. felt compelled to. Yeah. So I was like, it, it was kind of, I got the chills a little bit, but. So every medium will be assigned souls. Mm -hmm. You'll be connected. So when I connect with you, it's like I already instantly recognize your soul. Mm -hmm. So I know where you're going and how you're going to um, kind of mature into right. this, you know, lotus flower. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I guess we'll just get into um, the nitty gritty of it. So we're going to ask you some specific questions okay. about being a psychic medium. I love giving you the full title, like not just psychic, not psychic just medium, medium, psychic medium. You might as well add psychic physical medium. <laughs> psychic physical medium slash hot girl slash podcaster slash all the titles. Hot girls. Hot girls. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, what are some common questions you get asked as a medium or even maybe common misconceptions? Um, okay, so when people sometimes have the expectation of connecting with a loved one that's transitioned over, you know, sometimes they, do, they don't come through. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll be someone else. So it's always expect the unexpected. Yeah. Um, a common question, you know, questions can be anything from career, love. Oh God, there's a real confusion between twin flames and soulmates. Okay, I literally yes. have it written down here. No, we, we, I want to ask about that it's actually. Because going around like, oh, he's my twin flame. I got to have him. You know what? Good luck with that. Because I wouldn't want to connect with my twin flame. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a different energy that you're managing. And sometimes your twin flame could be a granddad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Well, I date <laughs> older. So, <laughs> so it's someone else's granddad. <laughs> yeah, so people yeah. need to get out of this, you know, ideology. I want my twin flame. Want my no, you want a spiritual partner. You want a spiritual soulmate. So, okay, what's the what is a twin flame and then what is a soulmate and can you have more than one? You can have more than one soulmate. Okay. Um the one that you ultimately end up with is how we evolved and how healed you both are. Mm -hmm. to move forward twin flames yes it can work but it's a different type of energy you're working with you know that runner and chase mm. yeah. so it doesn't always work out and sometimes you know again your twin flame could be a granddad it could be a younger boy you know age there's no age is it always a romantic connection no ah, i see so like for example like could two friends be soulmates and like they're supposed to like me and become like friends or something. Yeah, you're part. You're perhaps part of a soul family. Ah, like soul sisters. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> soul sisters. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely so, like a buzzword you ho always hear on like TikTok, Instagram. Everyone's mm -hmm. like, oh my god. Yeah, it's thrown the, the the names are thrown around a lot. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but the first time I heard the word twin flame, I wasn't like that. Sounds exciting to me. That made me scared. I was yeah. like, uh, I. I'm scared of that. Like, I don't want to have, uh, I, it feels like it's like a toxic cycle, I guess. That's my understanding right. well, of it. Well, you can have a twin flame running the other way for 10 years and you're still trying to chase him. Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> Personally, for me, what's like a common misconception of being a psychic medium? Oh God, when people think you're like switched on 24-7. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I learned to switch on and switch off. It's like, okay, so, you know, I'll randomly talk to someone and say, yeah, I'm a medium. And they're like, oh, okay, then what do you pick up from me? And I'm like, I can't be bothered. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm not, that's not <laughs> what I'm doing. You have to be in tune. Yeah. That's kind of like telling people that you're a singer and they're like, okay, sing right now. It's like, excuse yeah. me, I'm just sitting here. I don't want to. <laughs> I was going to say one now. of the like 
other questions that I wrote down mm-hmm. for this like category would be because so when I sometimes when I tell people like, oh, I see a psychic, they're like, so can she tell you the numbers to the lottery? And I'm sure you get that all the time. Yes. So uh, look, being a psychic, being a medium, being having these gifts, it comes with, you know, specific kind of you can call it spiritual laws. Like I, for one, cannot be around roulette because I will influence the energy around it. Mm. Yeah. I can't. Okay. I don't like at a casino. Yeah. yeah. No casino. trip to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no trips to Vegas. Oh. Not the casino. Gotcha. gotcha. But um, <laughs> it's a, look, being a medium, it's like you have a certain energy and there's certain things that you cannot do because you can actually, you can see it, but it's like a test. Yeah. And I don't want to fail a test over being, you know, having greed. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's it's, kind of like a it's, it's, a moral thing. It's a moral. You have to be moral. Uh, you gotta have your morals. You gotta be ethical. Like you can't use your power in a selfish. Correct. I manner. can't step into someone's personal energetic space until they invited me in, almost right. like a vampire. But <laughs> you know, it's certain things you need to abide by. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and I think too, like I don't really understand people who kind of go into. Like, I don't know, who want to disprove something mm-hmm. so hard. They're like, oh, you're a psychic. Okay, prove it to me. You know what I mean? Because it's just kind of like the way I look at it personally is you kind of just accept. I accept the truth or someone else's truth. Like whatever truth you have and you tell me, I accept that as like, yeah. okay, that's the truth. You know what I mean? Like if someone tells me that, you know, they're a devout Muslim, I'm not going to be like, okay, prove to me that Islam is real. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm not... Personally, I'm not interested in ever trying to like disprove anything anyone else believes. Yeah, when, when you go to like a psychical medium, right? Yeah. At the end of it, you have free will. You yeah. have your own choices to make. We are only here to guide you. So if we say to you, stay away from this certain person, it's not good for you, mm-hmm. but then you still carry on. You've obviously have to have something to learn from that. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then you come back <laughs> and then you'll come back and say, why oh, are we what? triggered right oh now? Because separately, Annie has told us <laughs> to stay away, to from, stay away from, my thing is, so <laughs> sometimes when Annie tells me like, mm, this person is not the best for you or don't message this person. I'm like, okay, so you said don't message him. You didn't say. Oh, <laughs> <with> him again. <laughs> you didn't say don't show up at his job or don't show up at his house. <laughs> oh, jeez. But I get what you're saying, though. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, you have, it, it's up to you. You can either take what I'm telling you. You can take it whatever way you want, right, essentially. With a grain of salt. But yeah. even, if you, even if you don't listen to it, it's fine. But yeah. you come back and you ask me, okay, Annie, what was the bigger picture? Yeah. I like that question because it shows to me you're wanting to evolve. Yeah. You, you don't make like... the same mistakes. Yeah? yeah. Life is so limited. So why would you want to be in a circle where you're making the constant mistake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same cycle. Right. When you're stuck in the same cycle. And then when you hit in your, you know, particularly for women, late 30s, 40s, and now you've understood, actually, I want this, this, this. Then it's like there's a timing for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always encourage you embed that spirituality at a young age. In bed? What do you mean? Embed it. Embed it in. (laughs) You're horny. I'm sorry. Sometimes like we just start talking about like relationships. Around your career, around your relationships, around your sexual partners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like too, I don't know, just in general, like it's like I was saying, you can either, you have the choice to do do with it what you will. I don't know what I believe in necessarily as far as spirituality goes, but I do know like, 
anytime I've had a reading with you, it just, it felt like it resonated with me personally. You know what I mean? Like it, I felt like it really did have an impact on like the way I thought about my life mm -hmm. and in a good way, in a positive way. Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say for me, I feel like when I met you the first time, I know you remember. <laughs> I remember exactly what you were wearing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was she wearing? It was like July, June. Black. She's wearing black. She had her shades on. Yeah. You know, she Sounds had like hair me. up. Yeah. <laughs> Fiani loves to wear her shades inside. So I'm surprised you don't have them on right now. I know. So when I met you that day, so where Annie was doing readings, I had been going there for a few years. I had actually had a reading with one other psychic. I think she was a medium. She was spot on, mm -hmm. but... I don't know, I guess, like you said, it's it wasn't meant for me, probably for me to ever see her again, because every time I would try to go back and get a reading from her, mm -hmm. either she wasn't there or she was supposed to be there and she didn't go or she was late or I had to do something. So I had I've been on this or was on this wild goose chase trying to find her again. Yeah. So when I went there, I was actually looking for her that day and I was at the counter and I saw your picture and I saw your description and I specifically was looking for a psychic medium. So when I saw the that you were a medium, that's mm -hmm. when I booked the reading. And then I booked 30 minute session. Everything you said was so spot on. I remember at the time you you said very specific things about my cousin who passed away. And I felt like I was actually like, in a sense, having a conversation with him mm -hmm. because Obviously, you're you're British, so like <laughs> you're not from here, and he's from Harlem. So like some of the things that you were saying, um, or the way it was translated, it was like I was speaking to him mm -hmm. when he said like I was That's seeing a grown ass man, <laughs> and you were like, um, I don't know what grown ass man means. Oh my god! I'm like I, I know exactly. I love what when like means. when Annie says things that like our friends say, and she's uh -huh. like, I'm not really sure what. This is supposed to mean, like you said something like, I remember in my reading, you were like, I'm getting the word dipshit. Do you know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, and you mentioned key lime pie. Oh, you yeah. wrote down key lime pie. And that was my cousin's favorite dessert. And it's like, it wasn't written anywhere. I still, I can't find it anywhere on the internet. Mm -hmm. she, she's the real deal. I have an off the cuff question. Go on. Um, what do you, what feels like a good reading to you? Like how does, can you describe what that feels like for you? Um, maybe when someone's like energy is not blocked off or. Um, a good reading. Uh, it's when I can, I, I can tell I've healed something mm. internally. I can see it. Right. Aww. Yeah. So even, even if something like addressing your ex-boyfriend, you've had to heal from something, but you took away some empowerment divine feminine empowerment from it Ooh, yeah yeah do you the uh, best readings do you uh do you get a lot of women that come to you it seems yeah. like you're very passionate about like empowering other women yeah it, it, it's a lot of women men are slightly skeptical oh yeah 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 so men like to be more in control yeah i know where i'm going um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that checks out <laughs> but um they just as you know they're even more lost you'll find a lot of men that actually do need healing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. One uh, in particular. Yeah. Yeah. One in particular I can think about texting oh, me yesterday. Um, I was going to say when you 
the first time I got a reading from you, I felt I walked away and I felt like I healed a little bit or I got mm -hmm. some sort of closure. You were so spot on, actually, that after my 30 minute session, I waited another 30 minutes because you had someone right after and I booked another session because uh -huh. <laughs> it was so good. And another thing. Right. And another thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, but you said something to me that was really crazy in, in the second session that mm -hmm. day. Um, so, well, I actually, the reason why I wanted to speak to you and I wanted to speak to a medium was because I experienced a few things um, when my cousin passed away. Like, yeah. so the night that he, he passed away, we hadn't, we didn't know, we didn't receive the news yet until the next day, but my lights turned off in my room. And I remember having this feeling of like something happened or that something's wrong, even though the, it was just the lights turning off because I ran to my mom's room and I was like, my lights just turned off and I was freaking out. She was like, okay. <laughs> but I was like, it felt like something else. And then the next day when I received the news, immediately I, I thought about my lights turning off. Mm -hmm. And then the day of his funeral, I was sitting on the toilet and the lights turned off exactly at three o'clock when his service was starting. But I wasn't supposed to be there until four. And I just kept experiencing things like that. And then you validated that in my reading that those message, those were like messages from him. And um, yeah. So, and you also told me that my grandmother was with him when his um, soul crossed over. So that really helped me heal because he was alone when he passed away, but it made me feel like he wasn't because she was there with him to help him transition and you told me that her soul is like a younger version of her mm -hmm. is that like a thing yeah yeah because you told me that um my grandmother has like red curly hair but no one really knows that I didn't even know that until I was older and my mom told me because I've only knew her to have gray hair mm -hmm. and you told me that she was with him when he passed and her soul She's younger and she has like red curly hair. So was, I called my mom immediately after the reading and I told her and she was like, yeah, like that's her. And I cried and I healed and that's that. Sometimes when they come, I can see them in the spiritual form. Yeah. Oh, so you like see like I can see them? Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's actually, okay, that brings up. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, so when you are giving a reading, like uh -huh. is it, you said you can feel energy, but you also see images. Like, how does it kind of work to the best way you can describe to us? Or the best way you can describe? So I can use all my senses. So when I hear, I can actually hear the voice. Ah. Or I'm telepathically communicating with them. Downloading that information. So when you have this level of sensitivity to spirit, it's actually a blessing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're more awake than, you know, you're more awake than most people. Yeah. And they, they are guiding you in certain areas. Mm -hmm. So you'll you'll be able to notice signs and be like, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. You're more awake. Embrace it. It's nothing to be fearful of. Right. Yeah. Those people, you know, no disrespect, but those people who are very skeptical, very narrow minded, you know, to even have that kind of feeling, that emotion, like it's it's like a gift in itself. Mm hmm. No, yeah. of course. And you heal yourself. No right. one else is going to do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to go through that experience and just embrace it. Embrace right. it. That's what spirituality is. Having an awareness of yeah. energy, 
you know, it could be physically here with people you meet. It's not just spiritually, physically here too. Yeah. So there's two way mediums can really connect soul to soul. So I want to read your soul and I'll connect to them as well. When you do readings about relationships, because, you know, when Diani and I have gone to you, mm -hmm. I feel like they just come up kind of naturally. Um, like, I remember the first time I went to you, I was like, oh, I want to ask about career. And then you were like, here's what's going on in your love life, girl. And <laughs> here's what like, you should talk about. All right, then. <laughs> but um, I was going to ask, so I guess, like, how can energy relate to relationships and sex from your perspective? Like, how does, um, how do, I guess, like, how do relationships work? What is qualified as a good relationship? Mm -hmm. um, I guess on a spiritual level. Well, you got me thinking there. Right. Okay. The um, caps on. <laughs> let's see. Let me see if I can connect to his spirit. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Let's talk about more about sexual energy transfer. So by average, when you hit, um, you know, particularly in your thirties, you've had up to at least on average, people have at least 18 sexual partners. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give the analogy of, um, Say you're going to a supermarket shopping, right? And you're filling your bag in with all this baggage and that's with your sexual energy people, you know, guys. Yeah. yeah. And you haven't cleared out that baggage. When the time comes for you to meet the one, you're, you're a bit like foggy. You're a bit like it's in and out. It's distorted. Yeah. Because the energy is not balanced either because he's got baggage and you've got baggage. So you haven't really cleared that out. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people fuck up when they see their connection and it's still hot. It's like this, hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this. And you're like, I don't know where I'm going with this person. Right. Yeah. Like my guy who is, we have a connection, but he's not ready because he's immature. He, he needs <laughs> <laughs> Shade. He needs, um, both, both need healing. That's why, you know... He, that's why they say to you, you know, when you have a breakup, right? And you yeah. go through a healing stage. That healing stage is so important. Yeah. Right? Instead of jumping to the next relationship immediately. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get rid of that energy because what can happen is, say, for example, that, that guy's got insecurity of being cheated on, mm -hmm. right? That sexual energy when you know, can be transferred into you. So what, what I mean by that is you have an auric field. So if you extend your arm out and you, you circulate, that's your circumference of your auric field and it has layers. So if you're having sex, that's going straight in. Yeah, that's that. Literally. That's, that's literally going straight in. <laughs> yeah. So that needs to be pushed out, way out your auric field. Cleansed uh, out. Cleansed out. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So let's say you said you, so you say having sex with someone, you're exchanging energy, right? So typically how long could it take like time wise to like really rid someone, like the energy off of you? And let's say, can you like... Can it bounce on to the next person? Like you pass it. Like, let's say we're together. Yeah. We break up. Mm -hmm. I don't really heal. I'm like, and I have sex with Christian. Can yeah. I like pass it to Christian? Yeah. It bops uh, around. That energy will bop around. I see. Yeah. So what's a good way? Um, so you're, you're asking me how long it would take. Well, each soul is very different. Each soul has its own depth of trauma. Yeah, we can't assess the timeline with it. Right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of, 
how long you take to heal depends on the person. Yeah, it's the same. Look, sexual energy transfer, it's the same as like manifestations. You want to manifest something, you need to clear out your auric field before you start manifesting anything. Mm. The more you clear through meditation and, you know, your shower meditations and you just feel very cleansed, the more pure the manifestation will come through and quicker. Yeah. So a lot of people are sending manifestations out, expecting it to come. No, you need to equally clean yourself out. Okay, I love that you said that because something I have really been thinking about the past week is like, I heard on this like podcast, um, this like creator was talking about how her manifestation started happening when she made room for them in her life. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've really just been like thinking about in the past week where it's like, oh, like I feel like a lot of the times I'm my schedule's really booked like back to back and I like started thinking about it. I'm like, how can I make more room for different opportunities to come in? And I like, that. that's how I've been thinking about, oh, maybe this is a way I can allow more of my goals to happen is like making physical time for them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's like when you have a spring clean with your clothes. Yeah. To invite mm-hmm. more clothes in. Yeah. Same concept with the energy. To buy new outfits. Right. <laughs> yeah. So right before I uh, met my ex who took me to the lowest point, um, I had a lot of opportunities coming my way and one specific opportunity, I was manifesting it. I really wanted it. And then I feel like I got distracted because I was like in love and really focusing and putting all of my time, energy and everything into this guy. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we broke up, all the opportunities have like come back to me and they're, um, yeah, it's like a... The full circle. Yeah. So. Opportunities will still be there, but sometimes it's on pause. It's right. When you're ready, universally, when you say to the universe, I'm ready for it. Right. Yeah. Sometimes what's blocking it is other people. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you know how we 100%. have cock block? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can you're spiritually cock blocking me, so can you knock it off? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay. That like, that's such like a validating feeling because I feel like, take a shot every time I say feel, but um. <laughs> I, I, I really was just thinking about it because I, when it comes to, I feel like when I've had sex with people who create like drama in my life or like I just have unhealthy like relationships with. Walk away feeling disgusting. Yeah, like I'm just like, I like that wasn't even worth it to me. And I'm all for like, yes, have sex, like do what you want. Like, you know, whatever makes you feel empowered, do it. But what I've realized as I've gotten older it truly has to come from a place of power and not like, okay, I'll just do this because, you know, it's a distraction. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something I've really come into or like that I've really learned from my early 20s, like now being in my mid 20s, you know, so mature and wise. But (laughs) (laughs) like, that's what I've really realized. It's like, oh, I'm doing this because I genuinely want to. And it's like more of a positive thing in my life versus, Oh, I'm just doing this because I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I right. mean? Like it's more intentional. Your soul is energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when you give that energy to someone, it's like you're giving a bit of your soul. Right. Yeah. So if you listen to all the love songs, it's always connected with like the heart, energy, soul. Yeah. Right. So if you think of it, if you've got a, a ball of energy here and it's very valuable, you're going to be very selective as to who you give that to. Right. Mm. And that's going to come perhaps with some people with experience. Yeah, because there's only so much your soul can take. Mm-hmm. It's a, it yeah. has a it has a vibration, it has a frequency. So, like I said before, highest it goes up to is nine nine seven. The lowest it goes is below a hundred. Mm-hmm. If it's below a hundred, 
you, you ain't manifesting what you want. Right. Yeah. So you've just allowed someone to deteriorate that soul. That yeah. Energy. I feel like in the same breath, we've definitely both experienced this and on in different like times, but we both went through like bad relationships. And mm -hmm. I think that we were both separately when we went through our relationships, like very tired. Yeah. Exhausted. Yeah. Exhausted. People always tell me, like, when I was in a toxic relationship, they were like, you look like you haven't slept. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, like, honestly, was sleeping a lot because I was depressed. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> like, I just was, like, drained all the time. So that makes sense that it's, like, an energy exchange or you're giving, like, your energy literally away to something These else. These guys were literally energy yes. vampires. Yes. <laughs> See, the more bright your soul, your energy um, shines... Yeah. Yeah. The more of a glow you have on your face. Right. Mm, yeah. Now I feel like, so when I was in my relationship, I was like, I don't want to go out anymore. I'm going to take this serious, even though he was like not taking me serious at all and cheating on me the entire oh, time. But um, <laughs> I was going to bed at eight o'clock and I would wake up in the morning and I would still feel drained. I would still feel tired and I wasn't going out and I was, I quit my nighttime job. I was working during the day and mm -hmm. I was still so freaking tired. And it's like, now that I've moved on and I've moved forward from that relationship, I have so much more energy and yeah. I barely sleep. I barely sleep because I drink too much caffeine, <laughs> but like that too. Ooh, fun question for you, Annie. Go on. Um, can you date as a medium? <clears throat> <laughs> I see you talk about this on your Instagram story, I'm so joking. I want to know the tea. Well, the last time I went on a date and I was not channeling, uh, I picked up on the guy's girlfriend's name. <gasps> So, <laughs> so can I date as a medium? And you accidentally called him the girlfriend's name. Yeah. You're like, Chelsea, I mean, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, when you're connected with your guides, your spiritual guides, you all have spiritual guides. So once you connect with them, they will protect you as much as possible. Mm -hmm. so it's almost like a little superpower. Right. I know mine were stressed out uh, <laughs> when I was dating, uh, you know who from you're like, where. Please, please stop. <laughs> so dating as a medium. Um, yeah, I mean, I personally, I've not, I've not been physical yeah. because my channeling is very sacred. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I'm downloading positive energy for, for you guys, for, for my clients, you know, to, to give, to heal, I have to be very selective as to who I have in my energy as a mm. medium. Yeah, that's true. Because you don't want it to be like tainted, I guess. Tainted. Right. Yeah. Tainted is the word. Yes. Yeah. So when you were on the date with the guy and you picked up his girlfriend's name, did you <laughs> did you mention it at all? Or was that the only thing? Were you that trying to like tune it out? You know, like you've seen me when I when I deliver sessions, right? Mm -hmm. So I go into this semi-trance state. So I kind of zone off like a daydream. Like that's so Raven. So then, <laughs> so then he's like, uh, 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 she doesn't mean anything. I was like, oh shit, are you kidding? Wait, so he knew that you were? No, 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 no. He, he, when I said the girlfriend's name, he was like, uh, oh, uh, you uh, said uh, it. Yeah. I said it to him randomly. Oh my God. And then he's like, uh, uh, he's starting to like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. I was like, holy shit. I was like, it's his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Oh my god! And then what happened from there? If I was um, him, I would have like wet my. You pan. went to the bathroom. I just put my ten pounds <laughs> down. I said I had a nice, nice date. I'm off. That's it. Period. <laughs> Holy shit! But that was a date that my grandma set me on. What's up with your grandma trying to set you up? Wait, what's, so did your grandma set you on this date? So yes. your grandma transitioned. Was it before? 
Oh, my grandma's still here. Oh, yeah. Okay. You see her stories yeah, talking about her granny. Me on like, yeah, blind she's dates. like a psychic medium. So I thought, uh, I, like, this entire time, I thought you were talking to your oh, grandma. No, on no, the no. Other that was my guy. <laughs> Yo, if your grandma, I can imagine my grandmother being like that, like, even from the beyond, just being like, girl, stop dating. I so and so. I can see my mom from the beyond being like, clean your room. You're <laughs> No, that date that I went on, that my grandma fixed that up, like uh-huh. a blind date kind of thing. Yeah. So when I when I went back, and then I was like, "Grand, he's got a girlfriend." She goes, "Don't tell me you've been reading him." I was like, "I didn't intend to." So that's why my grandma finds it a struggle to like put me on dates with anyone, right? Yeah. And I said, "Just leave it to me because I know my connections are gonna come around." So leave it. Wow. Let's say you're on a date, right? Yeah. You can spirit tell you how much is in a guy's bank account. <gasps> can you tell if he's going to ask you to split it? I, I mean, I will I will give what I get. Oh, and you, so you'll, and like, my guides are very hilarious. So you know you've um so they'll be like he's broke. <laughs> <laughs> we all need those guys. So sometimes I bust out lyrics, musical lyrics. So it's whatever whatever is going to come out. There's no mm. filter with my guides. And I quite like it. Yeah. Because it matches my personality. Wait, I have a question about guides. Uh-huh. Are guides like souls that you're like assigned? Or is it people you know? Like how, what is a guide? So before you're born, you're assigned guides, one or two, usually two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as you evolve for certain le- certain lessons, your guides evolve yeah. So sometimes when you're feeling lethargic and you're like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where my diet. That's because your guides have taken a little break mm. because your new guides are coming in. So oh. I think what you were asking is, it is it someone that, you know, like a relative or a it, friend or is it just like literally random assigned? It can person? be your relatives. It can be your friends. Um, it's ones that have a set soul agenda for you mm. and they're putting you on that path. But like I said, your your guides will evolve. They will change as you change. So it's like some of them check out and then. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm tapping out. She's not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So do so is reincarnation a thing like when your soul transitions? Well, there's something does your, called does pa- it enter another body. You can. Yes, yes, yes. I am a strong believer in that because I, I um, there's something called past life regression. I, I've, I've actually had glimpses of my past life myself. Okay. Yeah. So what were you like in your past life? Um, the glimpses I had was someone washing my um, feet with like milk and water. Ooh. So were so you like in like the, the, the 1800s or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's going luxury, I think. And I, I have a pull towards Egypt. I want to go and see the pyramids, the tomb. You know, certain things that you'll be connected to, you'll be drawn to. Yeah. And it's for a reason because it triggers something in your soul. That makes sense because, okay, my thing when I was younger, I was like really obsessed with antique like teacups Mm -hmm. and my grandmother and I always connected over that. And I'd always watch like old films with her and my grandfather. And like, I don't know why, but I was just always like from a very young age, like really drawn to like jazz music and like that whole like era of culture mm-hmm. and my siblings always I, I come from a big family I have eight siblings and my siblings always teased me because they were like why do you like old shit and I was like I don't know I just like it yeah you know like I like I loved watching Wizard of Oz as a child which was like you, you're a theater bitch too that though. too well that was part of the reason I got interested in theater like from a really young age you know 
So that kind of like, and then that set the whole trajectory of my life up being like, oh, I'm going to go into acting. Okay. I'm going to go to school for acting. I'm going to get into content creation. I'm going to get into writing, like things like that. So it really, it completely changed like the trajectory of my life. So I feel like, I don't know, like the, those kinds of things really shape who you are. Yeah. You're more in tuned. You're more connected what your soul, who your soul is. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are working into jobs that they hate. I hate connected. doing that. <laughs> right. No, honestly, I, yeah, I, we've both been at jobs that we absolutely hate. Yeah. And then when I was in my uh, toxic relationship, mm-hmm. I thought about it as I wouldn't be at a job that I hate. So why would I be in a relationship that's not serving me? Correct. If a job is not serving me. Mm, that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier, like sometimes as women to, um, move away from like toxic friendships and mm-hmm. toxic job settings. And, and it's easier for us to move away from that than like men at y- times. You know why? Cause we have a nurturing element right. about us, mm. but even the grown ass men need mm-hmm. that bit of nurture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's slightly difficult. It can be challenging. Well, and I also think too, just like as women, we're like conditioned to like, we're almost like set up to be that way where it's like, I like, oh, you're, it's your responsibility to like nurture and cater to men. Mm-hmm. And that actually makes me think of like the next question I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. which is like about like divine feminine power and accessing that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, the whole premise of our show is, you know, being a hot girl and like really embracing like femininity and almost in like, like in an, in a sexual way, but you don't necessarily have to be like highly sexual to have that kind of power, I think at least. So I was just curious to what you think about um, accessing that power or what that means to you about divine femininity. Well, look at the title, divine femininity, divine. Yeah. So being in that power is being very selective as to who you give that power to. Mm. Yeah. You're not going to give it to every Tom, Dick and Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. You know? So it's about stepping into that boldness, that that courage, that strength. You know, think about all the traits that a divine feminine energy has, mm-hmm. you know, in mythology and, you know, de- different religions. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. to fully embrace it. And remember, you know, without us, men would not be born. Right. That part. So imagine how much power we actually do hold. Right. And it's like my granny says, the women are the neck, the men are the head, but we can steer the man into the direction we need them to. Oh, period. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense because it's like being a powerful woman. You also like there has to be power in having boundaries and limits and Mm -hmm. um, who you give your energy to. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. not every soulmate, every guy that comes on your path will be deserving of that. Mm-hmm. Girl, <laughs> I felt that one. Like, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but when I was younger, I thought being like liberated, like sexually just meant like having a lot of sex. Whereas, like I said, now I think of it as cho- being selective about it in the sense of like, when I want to do it, I will do it instead of right. just doing it for Cause it sounds pleasure fun or pleasure. Or, yeah. yeah. Def- like I feel like most women have had sex with someone who not necessarily wasn't like consensual. You didn't want to, but it kind of was just like, all right, well 
I'm here. He's there. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could just go home and masturbate. So. <laughs> or cold showers. Cold right, showers? Like I do. I need to. So when, when, I, when I'm giving love and relationships reading, sometimes when I'm picking, picking up the energy of the man or the woman, you know, that, that horniness energy comes into my auric field. So I need to cleanse it out. So I usually do it like with a cold shower. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Annie said it happens a lot when she reads me. Yeah. I'm weak. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. I feel like maybe this could be advice for some of the listeners. If you feel the desire to, I don't know, text your toxic ex. Take ex, a cold shower. Take a cold shower. Cold shower. What's every time? Wash it away. Wash it away. <laughs> out. Uh, out, out. <laughs> I think one of the questions in there was like, so we asked you already, do, are you like big on astrology? Do you think it really matters? Um, do yeah, you, it plays a part. Does it play a part in matchmaking? Do you yeah. think? Yes. Certain traits gives off a certain energy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it can be matched. So <clears throat> as a medium, one thing as well, misconception would be, so spirit does not, Spirit doesn't really entertain karmic energies. They like to show us the real connections. Mm. And with real connections, I can get them down to a T. What they look like, where they're from, so name, you're anything. So saying this is a real connection? It's one of your connections, yes. So it's one of my soulmates or twin flames? Soulmates. That's the difference. Sometimes, you know, you'll come for a reading and be like, you know, I've had readings where, where she, you know, where the girl's like, is he cheating on me? Or, you know, what's he up to? You know, I, and, you know, so even times when I had a reading with this lady, she was in the car with her daughter and she's like, I know my boyfriend's cheating on me. You tell me where he is now. Girl. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do? And then anyways, I was I was Lock her number immediately. I, girl, if you have to I gave ask a, a psychic if your man is cheating, you already know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then well, I, I already knew that my ex was cheating. So I just asked Annie what she looked like. <laughs> and she told me. <laughs> I'm going to head out. <laughs> and that's how I found out he was cheating because I went through his phone and I knew exactly who to look for. Mm -hmm. But anyway, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> so she's asking me, she's driving around and she's trying to look for her partner. And she goes, I know he's at that girl's house. You tell me where that girl's house is. So I, I was straight away spirit gave me a remote viewing and I was like, okay, right. This boulevard, take this left to go straight. Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, she ended up outside and she saw the truck. And then she, I was still on loudspeaker. <laughs> I was on loudspeaker. She went in through the door and she's there blasting and cursing him. And I'm like, oh my God, this is drama. Oh, yeah. So I've had occasions so like that. So who needs TV? <laughs> when yeah, you're Annie. Right. right. Oh my God. I've had drama like that, but I like to stay away from that. I like... Um, it's going back again. Like if someone says to me, oh, um, you know, who's my connection? Who's my, you know, I will see the connections, but I don't necessarily see the karmic energies. I'll be like, nope, he's here today, gone tomorrow. Right. Mm. But sometimes people are not willing to accept that. They want it for more than what it is. So that's right. the most difficult part of my reading and my channeling. Ah, uh, yeah. I see. When someone like wants you to validate something, but like, it's not for them. They're in maybe. denial. Yeah. In denial. I, yeah. You know, but I like to say, you know, just be open-minded because I'm seeing this person and I be open-minded. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at my notes the other day from a reading I had with Annie at the beginning of, at the beginning of 2022, like in, I think it was January. Uh -huh. And it was so funny because like things that Oh, during that reading, Diani also wrote stuff down too. And I there were notes for you. There were things that we both wrote that I like 
had completely forgotten about because I was like focusing on something else in the reading at the time. And when I looked back on it, the things I weren't like paying attention to like happened. Like, um, like you had mentioned to me like, oh, you're going to live in your own apartment or whatever. And, um, like that happened. I got my own place like a couple months after that. And then I, um, you also mentioned I was going to be in a relationship. And like at the time I was not, that was not even in my radar. And like now I'm like currently dating someone, like I'm in a committed relationship. And I just think it's funny how like, I don't know. I don't know if that's feedback you get a lot from people you do readings with where they're like, oh, this happened and like this validated for me. And that's totally not even what I went into this reading thinking about, you know? Um, yeah, but all that information I pulled from your guides. See, yeah. spirit is always 10 steps ahead. They know what's going to happen. Ten step. All I'm doing is downloading it from them. Yeah. I'm downloading it from the universe. I'm like, okay, right, show me her. What is she trying to manifest? What's blocking her? And how, she, how can she move forward? Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, kind of like trying to fast track you young girls to get what you want at a certain age and when you want to do it by, because it is possible. What I will say is like, I feel like for what you said where she was telling you that you were going to be in a relationship, but you weren't really focusing on it. I feel like at least for me, sometimes when at the time of the reading, I'll be seeing a guy and I want it so badly to be a, the information to be about him. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, <laughs> no, it's I'm getting this, this and this. And then that information that you give me hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. Um. So I feel like maybe this would be a tip, but make room for the new the new guy. The new guys don't focus so much. If you get a reading, don't focus so much about on maybe the guy that you're seeing right now, because it could very well not even him. be about him at all, because that's happened. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then all I hadn't even met my boyfriend when you told me that. Yeah, I hadn't oh, even. Wow. You yeah. told me that I was going to meet my ex boyfriend months before I met him, and you down to the date, um, which was really crazy. So that reading that you gave me was not about the guy that I was seeing in the moment. It was about the guy that I was going to meet, which was my All right, spirit, spirit, take note of that. Take note. <laughs> take note. <laughs> no, you did. You told me the number 22 was very important. And I met him on 2-22-2002. Oh. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that. Sometimes I don't 2022. remember. Sometimes I don't remember after a session. I remember bits of it. No, yeah. me too. Yeah. Like, so I don't remember. The, I, that's why I, t I write down like literally everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I go back and I'm like, oh shit, that's crazy. No, literally. That's like what every time happens to me. Cause I'll go in and being like, okay, I'm going to ask Annie about my career. And then like, I get all this other information and I'm like, okay, but I focus on the career stuff you tell me. Cause that's what I went in thinking about. And then later I'm like, oh, all this other stuff happened. And, the, and I didn't even realize it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. One time when I had a reading with the guy you say is my soulmate, or I had a reading with you and you mentioned, I was seeing the guy who you say is my soulmate. You mentioned two names in the reading. One was a girl and mm -hmm. one I didn't know was the name of an animal. And that was in September, 2021. So I confronted him and I was like, so who's this girl? And he was like, I don't know. Fast track. This was in September, 2021. Yeah. Fast forward to May 2022, I was in a relationship with the, the toxic guy and the name of the girl was his friend who we went to dinner with mm -hmm. and the name of the animal was his pet. Oh. Yeah. He has a dog named Blue and you wrote down Blue and you said it was a name and that was the name of his dog and I hadn't even met him yet. Wait, that's a cute name for a dog. Mm -hmm. so I know. 
Fuck the dog too, though. <laughs> you see, those are little, these are, those, those are little, like, you know how I talked about signals from mm-hmm. spirit or universe? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So it helps you click into place, like, okay, I'm on the right path. Because spirit, you know, I've just got this information. It's just been downloaded. Right. Yeah. For you, it's validation. Right. My, my information is downloaded but you particularly, really fast. if you're looking for career and spirit gives me a relationship, it's probably because they want you to, you know, it's probably like a pre-warning. Well, hold on. You know what? We don't want her sidetracked by relationships because she's very focused on career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. I can't explain all the time why certain things are delivered. Yeah. But there's always a bigger picture to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I feel like now, like in the past couple months, since I feel very like secure and like happy and healthy in my like relationship area of my life that like it's allowed me the freedom to like really focus on career and career goals I have and I feel like that's like uh, an example of me like healing myself Mm -hmm. spirit just showed me marvel studios marvel studios I like that. I like the way that sounds. Those Marvel contracts are nice. <laughs> Those are high dollars. Our other episode we did. I'm, oh yeah, right. Fuck Mary Kill. We did a fuck Hulk. Mary Kill on um on uh, the last episode we yeah. did. Fuck Mary Kill. Hulk, Spider Man, or Iron Man? I said Mary Iron Man because he's rich. Okay, so let's do some rapid fire questions from mm-hmm. some listeners. So um, the first question someone wrote in is Does Mercury being in retrograde really affect relationships slash how we interact? Correct. It's all about communication. So you'll find there's going to be a breakdown of communication with your partners. Don't book travel. I did that during Mercury retrograde and I was on a plane for 12 hours from California to New York. So no. Nope. Mm. Um, yeah, it does. Be very mindful. Don't do any texting. Don't do any sexting. Is that what they call it? Sexting. <laughs> Be mindful of that communication during that period. Are we in that right now? Yes. Okay, so. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> I've been sexting. <laughs> what? Don't do as we say, not as we do. Is that the saying? Someone else said, is it possible to never meet your soulmate? Is it impossible? Or is it possible to never like you meet, would never them? meet oh. them? What if you die before you meet your soulmate? No, you will meet your soulmate. Because you're supposed to. See, soulmates can be romantic or non-romantic. Either way, you will meet soulmates. If you're looking for a romantic soulmate partner, then you will, look, you will, you will find it. Or they'll yeah. find you. Yeah, they yeah. will find you, yeah. Aww. But soulmates can be friends, family romantic partners yeah it's not pets pets yeah okay oh someone wrote what's up with sleep paralysis because they're wondering if that's like connected to spirituality at all oh god okay right um there's two things right uh either you're not switching on your mind is not switching it's not in sync with your spirit and your body so everything has to switch off all at once Mm. yeah or it could be (laughs) <laughs> or it could be a negative attack, a, a psychic or a negative attack. You know, if you look up, uh, um, what is it? Incubus. Yeah. So you'll have like the naughty kind of negative spirits that just like to play around and, you know, pin you down on the bed and have sex with you. So that's a big thing. I, wait, okay. Well, isn't there a movie about that? It's like, it's not in Scary movie? Insidious. Oh. Ever seen that movie? It's literally about like this little kid. This movie's old, so people have seen it. So this is not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. But it's literally about this like little kid who 
spirit like leaves his body when he's like asleep and then his dad has to like go to sleep and his spirit leaves to go find his son in like the spiritual world or something. So everyone thought that was about like, oh, they're like, oh, if you have sleep paralysis, then it's about like your spirit being lost in the astral field. I thought something. you were going to say the scene in scary movie where she fucks the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like scary movie. No, <laughs> but yeah. I, I actually, I was telling Diani this this morning when I read this question. I used to have really bad sleep paralysis when I was a teenager. Like, mm -hmm. I think like a when I was like a junior or senior in high school. Um, Anything with sleep paralysis, you should always be, seek spiritual insight into it as well. It's not just medicinal. Yeah, like a... Because there might be some spiritual yeah, activity. Well, and I was going to say that makes sense too, because at that time, like... Uh, I grew up in a very like religious community. Like my parents joined the like Mormon church mm -hmm. went for a couple of years when I was a teenager. So they like, we went to the Mormon church a lot, but I never really felt like it resonated with me. I'll write a memoir about it one day. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then around that time is when my parents were like moving away from the church. They were like, oh, we don't want to do this anymore. And mm -hmm. then like the, they would randomly like come to my parents' house and be like, why haven't you guys come to church? Mm -hmm. And they were like, because I don't want to go. And I f remember feeling at that time spiritually it was conflicting for me because I was like, oh, should I? is that something I should care about? You know what I mean? So maybe that was a factor to it. But I also, that was my first time kind of experience, experiencing anxiety as well. Mm -hmm. Or like one of my first memories of feeling anxious, but not really knowing how to describe it. So I don't know. I, I totally can see how that's related to spirituality. Yeah. Definitely. So spirits yeah. can have sex with you. I'm still, that's crazy. Um, yeah. okay. Let's see. I was going to say, I can, um, well, I've told Annie this before, but there's been times where I'm having sex with someone. I'll be in the middle of having sex with someone and I think about someone else. Mm -hmm. And then immediately after I'll get a text or a phone call from the person that I actually wanted to have sex with and um, <laughs> was thinking about during sex. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Astral sex as well. Astral mm -hmm. projection sets. Like if you have a dream about having sex with someone. So it's like, it's like this, right? So energetically you're on a um, wavelength, right? Where you're feeling slightly horny. Yeah, and you're thinking about someone. Mm -hmm. Well, someone who fancies you can intercept that mm -hmm. and have sex with you on a spiritual plane. Mm -hmm. It happened to me twice. Oh, the I'm first, sure. the first time I was having <laughs> sex with someone, I thought about someone else, and then right after we finished having sex, the guy that I was thinking about followed me on Instagram, my new page. And then right. the second time, mm -hmm. I was having sex with another another person, <laughs> having uh, sex with a different guy. And I was thinking about a guy that I actually wanted to have sex with. And then he called me on FaceTime literally a minute after I was done having sex. And I couldn't pick up the phone because I was with someone else. Oh, my so God. So I went to Dunkin' Donuts because I was like, um, do you want a coffee? <laughs> so I went for a walk and called the guy that I actually wanted to fuck. But he was in Europe. Anyway. Oh, my God. Wait, that's happened to me, too. One. OK, last summer I was like hooking up with this guy and I thought he was fun, but I wasn't really serious about him. And then I kind of bad thing ghosted him. And then I had this really vivid dream earlier this year where I was hanging out with him. Like I, it felt so real at like the next day it was like bothering me. I was like, I feel like I should text him. Like it was weird. And I texted him and he was like, oh my God, I actually was just thinking about you. Like, mm -hmm. let's hang out. And then I hung out with him again. And I was like, yeah, this still is not it. <laughs> this I is why I did it. I wasn't I didn't messaging want to hang out with you. <laughs> so the reason why you did that, it's like, you still have a bit of that sexual energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're rough. Yeah, and it's like, I'm it's like having a psychic cord with all these men. 
Yeah. And what happens, your soul energy deflates and you're like, oh, can't keep up. Yeah. He's a nice guy, but. So you have to you. learn to cut the certain cords off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap up the show, um, Annie, is there a big piece? Uh, what's the biggest piece of advice or thought tip you want to leave with the listeners? Is it mostly girls you have listened? Yes. The girls, gays and theys. Uh, <laughs> listens to this. Um, okay. Really own your own energy. Really embrace it and be very selective as to who you give it to. Treat your body as a temple, but also know that your soul is just as sacred. And don't be afraid to do this. Yeah. Okay. Be sassy. <laughs> Having boundaries is what, yeah, yes. getting from that. You don't let anyone just take, take, take physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Oh, yay. Well, okay. Thank you so much for being here today, Annie. Um, the last segment we do of our show is called Thought Anthem of the Week. A thought anthem is a song that makes you feel like sexy, empowered, like gets you in that mindset of like, you can do anything. So do you have a thought anthem you want to share with us? I am the love, the love of my life. <laughs> That's your thought anthem? <laughs> I what, love what it. What song is that? J-Lo's. I am the love, the love of my life. Uh, I don't know the words, but I know the song. That must have been on an album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on, it's it must on, have been on a mixtape. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> it's on the Marry Me album. Aww. Okay, yeah, that's why I didn't. I'm a on the six. <laughs> I'm a on the six type of girl. I'm, that's still a good thought anthem, though. I am the love, the love of my life. I thought you were going to pick a Doja Cat song. Right. You, like, I don't know why I associate Doja Cat with you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Then it's Best Friend by Doja Cat. Yeah, that's that's a good one. She's my best friend. She don't need no lift. She's got a she's got her own car. <laughs> <laughs> not us both not having a license. Right. I don't even have a permit, girl. Um, I did go to Dave and Buster's yesterday and I came in first place racing against my little cousin. You have a thought, Anthem Diani? You wanna share? I think this is so I, I so I, what I do all the time now is like I'll be listening to a song or something will come up and I'm like, oh, wait, I like I really like this song or I like this lyric. So let me screenshot it and make it my caption one day. <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite songs, Fame by Irene. The I'm going to live uh, forever. It's yeah, my, it's one of my favorites. I screenshotted it on October 28th. That's it's, my mom's birthday. And she ooh. That's weird. Yeah, that's I love this song. My favorite line in the song is remember my name because people Aww. always remember my name and remember me. They sure do, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Annie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Yanni, thank you. Even though you're here a lot, we're right. so happy to have you here. So, um, Annie, why don't you go ahead and plug your socials or promote anything you want to promote to let the thoughties know where they can find you? Um, so I'm having my first mini live stage event on the 26th of Jan Ooh. at the Triad Centre Theatre in New York City, Upper West Side. Um, so I'll so be there. That's Yeah, we'll yeah. be there. That's going to be an entertaining, I'm going to be entertaining folks, readings, mediumship. Um, and then from then I'm doing a tour from April till October in different states. So we've just partnered up with the National Theatre where I'm going to be just demonstrating and I want people to have fun and really experience, you know, what a great kind of, we really feel uplifted. And if you've got any questions, anything you want me to answer, just, you know, send it over to my email address, askannymedium at gmail.com. And I've got my website, which is askpsychicmedium.com. And your Instagram? And my Instagram, askannymedium. 
So yeah, you can check me out on my socials. Um, but I'm doing a bit of like mediumship on the ability side, but also brand personality. And I want to be using my abilities to help um, you know, people who want to achieve their manifestations. Thank you so much. You're actually going to be my first. Oh, I have a question. Do you see me having sex anytime soon? Oh my God. I told her this is what I wanted to ask you. Because like I kind of have to shave. So, and I'm getting razor bumps from shaving I too often. I stop shaving every day. Because <laughs> I just like never know when it's going to happen. But like if you know when it's going to happen, you can like let me know. So you want me to plug into your energy? You guys don't have a shower here, do you? Because <laughs> then I'll be walking around New York City. You have a spray bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. You're part of the thought community now. You can come back anytime you want. Mm -hmm. we're, we're happy to have you. Thank you. Um, today we recorded at WTF Media Studios in Soho, New York, because we are those that girl. So Annie is not endorsing uh, any particular behavior. You know, these are just anticipations that we are allowed to take or leave. Suggestions. Suggestions. So if you're into it, contact her and get a reading. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much.